I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Thank you for joining our show, Mighty Main Street, the faces and places of Utah. These featured small businesses from Salt Lake County and across the state of Utah drive our economy and develop our main streets, creating a vibrancy and creating jobs. This program is supported by Managing Director of Utah Office of Tourism, Vicki Varela, and CEO Caitlin Eskelson with Visit Salt Lake. Breck Dockstater, thank you for joining us today from the Cliff Rose Lodge and understanding that you're the owner of this beautiful place, and I cannot wait to hear more about it. I know that um, we're doing a lot of traveling right now as Utahns because we're getting kind of a little itchy. We want to get out there, so we're just jumping in our cars and taking off. So um, I'm looking forward to hearing how your business is doing and one of the things, one of the many things that's so cool about the Cliff Rose Lodge. So. So, Breck, share some stuff with us. Share some information with us. Yeah, well, you're certainly right about that. We're we're really fortunate and blessed to have a property that you know at, right at the entrance to Zion National Park, and and a really great escape as people have, have tried to find ways to get outside and enjoy the national parks during such a tough year. The Cliff Rose is it sits on five acres. It's a luxury boutique property. Like I said, it's right at the entrance to the parks. So we actually share our eastern border with Zion National Park. We have seven buildings and and all kind of set around five and a half acres of lawns and botanical gardens right on the Virgin River. That is amazing. You know, um, I've heard about your lodge, and I, I've had friends that have gone there, and they have just said nothing but wonderful things about it. How long have you been the owner? Uh, my dad actually built the property and opened it in 1988, so it's been in our family since it, since it was created. And uh, we took over. I have two siblings that are owners as well. And then we have a couple other small minority owners. But we've owned it since its inception. And I, I took over with my, with my siblings as majority owners back in 2009. Boy, that went by fast, didn't it? No, it sure did. It's unbelievable. I know. And last year, uh, just about a year ago, uh, actually in a few days we'll celebrate our first anniversary, we were able to join the Curio Collection by Hilton. So although we're still Cliff Rose, we own and operate as the Cliff Rose, we're really fortunate to have the back-end support and affiliation with the Hilton Curio flag. And so that was something that the new this new generation did. This is something that you and your siblings did coming in as new owners and operators? Yeah. Uh, we kind of had, had reached a ceiling in what we felt like we could do in the three-diamond limited service space. And we really got together and said, well, do we want to just level out and stay in this space or do we really want to 
kind of fulfill what our dad's dream was, and that was to make it a full-service, four-star level property. And we could have stayed totally independent and done that, but but as we explored different opportunities and avenues, uh, the Hilton partnership became something that was really attractive to us and has proved to be a really, really incredible relationship, and we're really excited to be a part of that really unique and high-level collection with Hilton. Well, Breck, that just sounds like the thing to do. I mean, just look at your resources now. You have a beautiful operation, and you're in just one of the most gorgeous places on planet Earth. Uh, But if this takes it up a notch and helps separate you from the pack as far as professionalism and access to research and and development, why not? I think that's a smart move. And it's been better than we could have even imagined. You have 100 million Hilton Honors members. And a lot of them, we do have other, you know, Hilton properties in market, but a lot of what we're seeing in in the way that the people shop and travel is that they actually won't stay if there's not one of these four-star, you know, full-service type operations. They'll just choose a different market. And so this has been being the first property of this type in the Zion market. We've, we've seen a whole new group of clientele that have have picked the Cliff Rose, and we're really fortunate for that and really excited about what that looks like going forward. Are you looking at mostly boomers? Are they Generation Xers? Are you seeing any millennials come through? What type of clientele are you dealing with? Um, It's a a pretty wide mix. And especially in 2020, things have changed dramatically where, you know, we traditionally had a lot of middle-aged boomers uh, coming out of Europe and, and now obviously European inbound travels zero. And so we've actually, in 2020, especially the last few months, we've had a lot of millennial travel, primarily out of the L.A. market. And that's honestly what's kept us going. Still, we still have a really good base with our boomers. Um, but, but millennials have been really, really engaged in outdoor travel, national parks. And for us, it's been, especially this year, it's really saved us, saved our lives. You know, Brooke, it's interesting when you think about the European traveler influence in the state of Utah is pretty remarkable. I don't know how many people are dialed into that, but I mean, we have a uh, look at the French who absolutely love Utah and the Red Rocks and all these wonderful Europeans. That's got to be, that has to have been a big hit. When COVID first hit us, um, March 12th was literally when our reservations started. So that was the beginning of our season. So you can imagine they kind of intersected at the same point. So March and April completely wiped off the books. We had over a million dollars in cancellations. We're a small property, 50 keys. All of our European travel for the rest of the year was just, you know, within 30 days, just completely wiped off the books. And so for us, it was, you know, really looking down a long, dark road of what, what does that look like? And our hope was that because also outbound travel to Europe would, was also canceled, that we would offset that loss of inbound European travel with domestic travelers. There are months in Zion where you can have up to uh, any given property, up to 80% of your in-house guests can be international travelers from Europe, whether it's from Germany or France. Those are both big, the UK. And so we we really hoped that would be, prove to be the case, and it really was. We're really fortunate because we don't do a lot of big tour bus, almost no tour bus clients. So we were able to backfill the rest of the year and and we're really chasing down right now we'll we'll be really fortunate and end up almost dead even year over year which is not the case for a lot of properties in utah so we're really blessed and and really fortunate for the space that we're in well you know i mean breck 10 percent, 15 percent down's a new up <laughs> you know so so if right. you're yeah if you're even you are successful right 
You must have Absolutely. a wonderful staff on board. You must have some people that really hustled up some business for you. Yeah, we we have. Um, I think uh, I like to to think that I think we have the longest tenured staff of any property, hopefully in the state. And so, yeah, you you hit a good point. We couldn't do this without our incredible staff and our incredible team, and that they've hung in in there with us through such an incredibly challenging year. We had to lay. We were in March. We we were had to lay everyone off and. And most of our staff was sat, came back and said, we, we want to volunteer our time to make oh. sure that we just keep the operation open. Oh. And that shows the spirit of Utah in such a big way. Oh, my gosh, Breck, that is just extraordinary. You know, you want to talk about that. You know what that also speaks to? That speaks to your culture of what you've developed. People want to be a part of your organization. Yeah, it speaks to the spirit of Utah, and I and I completely agree with that. But on the other hand, you know, you've got a – you're certainly somebody, and this is certainly a place where they want to be. You're somebody they want to work for, so you've created the culture. That That is an extraordinary story that your employees would come back and just say, just we'll just do this for free. We've we've heard so many wonderful stories of executives saying no paycheck for me and, and people taking – the whole group deciding to take a 30% cut to keep everybody on board. So uh, that's the kind of folks that you've attracted. That says a lot about your organization and about your leadership skills. Well, thank you. That's, that's very kind, and I, I really appreciate that. And that started with my dad, and I'm trying to continue his legacy. Good for you. Do you want to give us your website so people can check out the property and make reservations? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, cliffrosedlodge.com, and you can also find us through Hilton as well. So if you're a Hilton Honors member, both will end up leading you to the same booking engine, but we have cliffrosedlodge.com and then also hilton.com. Well, Breck, um, my wonderful producer, Bo, here and myself are so excited to get you on board. We had uh, we were trying to call you a couple of times, and, and we missed you, but we finally got you, and so we're so excited. We're, we can't wait for our listeners to hear more about the uh, Cliff Rose Lodge and to be able to go on your website and book a great room. Well, thank you so much for having us. We're, we're, we really appreciate it and appreciate the time, and we're excited to have more Utahns down here to experience this, this wonderful part of, of Utah and, and at the Cliff Rose. I agree. Thank you so much. All the best to you, Breck. All right. Thank you, Chris. Check out today's business interview using the KSL News Radio app or at KSLNewsRadio.com. Just click on podcast. More cool stories on Mighty Main Street here on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.